welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to Laurent Collective Podcast. Uh, We're so glad that you're here. And if it's your first time, really glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. Yes, welcome. Yeah. We are going to talk about a topic that might be hard for me. Yeah, Matt. I'm not really excited about this topic. but <laughs> We have notes because I was like, we need to keep on track here with this topic. <laughs> but um, that is the idea of breaking free from perfection, specifically in your creativity. Like, and how can you be creative and be imperfect? Um, and I don't struggle with this as much as Pat does. And so I'm going to lean on Pat I mean, for this a little bit. But I do in certain things, don't I? As, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm, I realize I'm thinking about like when we would when we, when we we had your photography business. No, I was pretty And young. certain things that we would do within the business or like the different, I don't know, how you edited your photos, like all that kind of stuff. You were pretty much a perfectionist. So True. don't put me in this True. boat by myself. And I am like, I really beat myself up. Like I sent an email yesterday and <laughs> I misspelled something in the title of it. And I, re- I realized it. So I was like, I need to say something about that. Most people don't mention it. I was like, oh, gosh. So I sent a quick email back and said, I'm so sorry about the um, ignore the typo and the title. And then I spelled the person's name wrong. <laughs> so like, oh, that just really because I was just going too fast. Yeah. Um, and I think the overall thing about perfectionism and creativity, we were actually talking. I was talking to our older son about this when we were on a walk the other day. And he's into music and composing music and stuff. And he said, sometimes the hard part for me is I feel like it's never done. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that can be the case in all creativity. So since you brought up the photography thing, mm-hmm. for when I used to do that and I used to edit the photos myself, I had to give them to someone else because for me, it was like, oh, I could always, I could do this. I could do more of this, so like Photoshop and editing and stuff like that. Um, and like you've seen those photos where you're like, gosh, someone should have stopped way sooner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this true. looks so edited. Um, and I never wanted to get to that point, but I can see how people do get to that point because you just can't stop. You just keep going in it. Um, and then I think it loses something too when you do that. Um, so we have some questions that we thought we would, um, have you go through when you feel like you're stuck in perfection, but I wanted you to talk about how you get stuck in it sometimes. Yeah. Or all the time. Or all the time. (laughs) I feel like I'm picking on you. I'm really not picking on you. That's okay. I might pick back. I know you will. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So Tell us. No, tell, tell us how you get stuck in perfection before oh, you go on the question. Oh, See, wow. now you're trying to avoid I was going right to the notes. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I I mean, exactly what you just said. Like, I get stuck in perfection in the sense of, like, I will continue to tinker and tinker and then not finish things and go on to my next idea or next thought because, yeah, it can't, I can't. I can't make it or I can't draw it or I can't do the thing that I want to make it perfect. So I'm just going to move on and I don't ever finish it. So that for me, that's, that's the thing that I continue to always push into and push or struggle with pushing past is because if I'm not going to get it the way I thought I could do it in my head, 
on a piece of paper or whatever I'm doing or creating or whatever, then I will just put it off to the side and start something new. And that's probably not the best thing. Um, so I have a lot of unfinished things that probably are sitting around our house or on my iPad or whatever. Um, that We've I just sold need. some unfinished things. We have, yeah. And they've gone well. <laughs> and so yeah. if that tells you anything, sometimes I have to push because I see something and I'm like, this looks great. What we should, mm -hmm. you know, are, are you okay if we sell it? I was like, yeah, eventually. But I really want to do this, this, and this too. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think we should put it mm -hmm. up like that. And some of those things have been our most popular things. Or, I mean, a lot of times I will get it to a certain point and I'll, I'll be frustrated with the way it is because it's not the way I was wanting it or, or I thought I was intending it to be. And then that, that's a lot of times when you will be like, no, let's put that up mm -hmm. and see what happens. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But I know it's not going to do what I, you know, it's not going to sell because it's not the way I wanted it to be or whatever, you know. Um, but it always tends to do decent or do, do pretty well, especially like some, some of them do really well. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those things that I... I can never be, I know I can never be perfect in, in what I'm creating and doing, but for some darn reason, I want to make it perfect. And I think that's okay. I mean, there's something yeah. innately in us, isn't it, about whatever you're doing and creativity and, and whatever it may be. I mean, I think for a long time, I'm way over this now, but for a long time, I like wanted our house to be this like perfect like thing you saw in the magazine or on Instagram now or those kind of things. Our house was in a magazine once. Oh, it was in a magazine and it was on both. Was Instagram around yet? No, it was on a very popular home blog. blog. I forgot about that. So our house did make it to that. <laughs> <laughs> and we did have children at the time. We had just had our second child when yeah. um, it did do that. And that was a really big deal to us and very exciting. However, um, just to prove that, the way that it looked perfect for those photos is things were shoved in the closets and they came oh, back yeah. out after the photos were taken. Um, and so that just is always, I don't know if you've ever seen people do this and it's such a reminder of things. <clears throat> of like there will be this beautiful Instagram. I mean, some people I follow, I follow because I love their renovations in their house and stuff. And I'll often they'll show a picture and then they'll, or they'll do a video and they'll be like this corner of this room and it's awesome and then they scan like this and over here is where they've thrown all the stuff to get it out of the picture that you're like how come our house always has random things on the shelves and like kids have put and stuff and when i see photos no one else's does yeah. well that's why so yeah. again people i'm sure there are people that live like that that <clears throat> don't have any clutter or kid stuff anywhere they probably but, have someone else that takes care of the yeah, clutter I, and that's okay that is your thing if that is the case but uh, that Maybe is not, not i that's some people are really good at that that is yeah our our kids our kids we have a creative family so Stuff's perfection goes be, out the window when it comes gonna to be that everywhere. Um, but with that we came up with um three questions to ask yourself well it's kind of four questions but um to ask yourself when you feel like you need to step out of perfection um so the first thing is just recognizing like when do you find yourself getting caught up in perfection it's like do you have a place that you can identify when you find yourself getting caught up in it the most or is it just <laughs> Always. All the things? No. Um, I mean, obviously when I'm creating something for a specific purpose, um, definitely, um, I definitely get stuck in that. Although I would say probably for the most part, it's more personal projects, mm. more personal things that I do that I'm creating either for myself or for us as a family or whatever. I will definitely get more stuck into being a perfectionist. 
um, I think about there's a painting that's on the other side. Actually, it used to be in the background of um, some of the podcasts um, in the past. And I think that painting probably stuck, sat on the easel for a really long yeah, time because I, I was always tinkering. I was always trying to make sure it was exactly the way I was hoping it to be. Um, and that I think I would I would do that a lot in the past. Um, and yeah, and I, more that I think about it, it was usually more personal stuff is when I usually get stuck. Mm. I think when sometimes when it's a project, there is some perfection that goes into it. But I also know I have a timeline and a deadline where a lot of times with personal stuff, I don't necessarily feel the urge to have a timeline. And so that perfectionism, I think, steps in pretty quick. That makes that sense. Yeah. I've got the time. So let's continue to tinker and perfect mm -hmm. it kind of thing. Yeah, I think for me, when I feel myself getting caught up in perfection, it's honestly usually when I've compared myself to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so I may have done something, written something, and then I see someone else's and I'm like, oh, but mine's not quite like that. It shouldn't be like that. That's not me. Um, but I often will, yeah, or it's the next time then that I'm creating something that I'll catch myself doing that and that kind of thing. Like I even find it, like I love cooking and I do like to bake, uh, but like the presentation of the food is not important to me. I could care less about that, but I do really care that it tastes good. And so like when it comes to like decorating a cake or something like that, like uh, my, my food never looks like the pictures in the cookbooks or the post or, you know, the blog post or whatever it is they've done. Um, and, and, but yet sometimes I'll be like, oh, I would like to take a picture of this, but what's the point of me taking a picture of it? I'm not a food blogger. Like that's not, I'm not going down that route. I did take pictures of the bread I baked for a long time, but that was mm -hmm. like a personal project. Um, and I just, I, I'm a photographer, but I do not understand food photography for some reason. I cannot like get the lighting right. Cause it's and not all real that. food probably half the time. True. True. In those photos. So. Well, I mean, we have some friends that have done, or that are food bloggers and they have. There's so many tips and tricks. Yeah. But I mean, some use. of the stuff they do, their whole setup, I don't have time for that. I just want to eat the food. Yeah. And so that is something that I sometimes will catch myself and um, that kind of thing. And so I think the reason why it's important to ask yourself, when do you find yourself getting caught in perfection? It's because you're going to maybe, you most likely are going to see a pattern in it. And then that pattern is important um, for figuring out why that keeps happening. Yeah. Um, the second question is, what are some practical ideas to help you step past perfection? So you said a deadline is helpful for you. Well, a deadline, um, definitely. Um, I think another way for Ellie, for me creatively is trying different mediums in order to get a different type of result. Because a lot of times when I step into something that I don't quite fully get or understand as far as medium goes, which... For example, that would be like if I'm always doing colored pencils and I step into doing a collage instead, that's something different that I know I'm not going to be fully prepared to perfect. So it'll take me some time, but yet there could be some good things in, that could come out of the initial part of the process and things like that. And so trying to step into different ways of creating usually helps me, helps me mm. do that. I mean, something for me, especially if you do this as a business, this is what I found to be helpful because like I said, with the photo editing stuff, I gave it to somebody else to do. I paid somebody to do it. Now that's if you're having a business in it and that kind of thing. Um, so there are certain points where I could step out of the creativity. Like I actually, mm. um, what I did is I came out with the look that I like. I was like, here's how I've edited this photo and this is the style I want. I do not want it like 
you know, edited this way or that way mm. on those extremes. This is really what I like. And I tried several different people until I could find the person that got it like straight on. I'm like, yep, that's what I want. Um, and we went back and forth on that. And then I just, when I, I went through the photos that I wanted edited, <laughs> I culled them down and then sent them off. And that helped me so much because when I would, I mean, it did take a little back and forth for a while, but then we got into such a rhythm that I got the pictures back and rarely there might've been one or two I needed to tweak but that was so rare when it got to a certain point and it was, they looked exactly like I wanted them to do, but I knew it would have taken me so much more time to do them had I been on it because I had this like, um, like, uh, well, I had this personal emotional thing with them, right? I was there when I took those photographs and stuff like that when that kind of thing. And so when someone else was able to do it, they didn't look at it that way. <laughs> they were like, great, these photos need to look this way. I'll make them look this way. And they were much quicker. And I was able to give the stuff to my clients so much quicker too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was huge um, for me. Again, that isn't always an option, but that could be an option if you're doing it for a business is to stop at one point and be able to pass it off to the next stage mm-hmm. if that's possible and what you do. Um, question number three is when you think about failing, how does it make you feel? And then how can you put a positive spin on failing? And it doesn't mean that we're saying put a positive spin on everything in life because I can't stand that. However... Feeling often has a positive spin in creativity, I think, wouldn't you yeah. say? Oh, definitely. I think failing is always leads to an understanding of how to do it better or different or... Um, or not at all. Sometimes. Or not at all. Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely think in a lot of ways, I look back at, you know things that we created a long time ago or that I created a long time ago and realizing all the steps that it took us to get to where we're at, there were a lot of like, you know, scrap pieces probably thrown away or whatever. But I think understanding what didn't go quite right in that failure. I mean, it's so it's obvious, right? We hear it all the time. Like, your failures obviously lead to your successes because if you didn't fail in something, then you're not learning. And so, um, and, and learning to continue to get to where you want to be, right. Mm -hmm. Or wherever you want the project or thing to be. And so I, I feel like failure is inevitable. Like you, you have to fail in order to get to where you want to be. Um, I don't, I feel like there's rarely, a person or a something that gets it right the first time. I don't know. Maybe there are, but people like people might say that. I'm not people sure might say true. it, but I think you know, m- most of the time, the things that we see, the things that we interact with, all the kind of things, probably took multiple times in order for um, it to be where it's at. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think just thinking of it in that way. So um, I think it's asking helpful. yourself, like, how does it make you feel to fail? Most of us are going to say something negative to that question, right? (laughs) That's normal because that's part of it, right? But how, like what Pat was just saying, how can you put that positive spin in it then? Like if I have failed, it means I'm learning. Like that's usually the spin I put on it. Like if I have failed, it means I'm learning and I can, I'll take that into the next thing that I'm doing creatively. I I mean, I think too, I think even uh, when I'm creating stuff, a lot of times the things that I think are failures are actually leading me to the new thing that I want to do. Mm, Yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, a lot of times when I'm looking at a piece of artwork or, um, seeing something that's super inspiring to me, a lot of times it's, 
in the imperfection that is actually the thing that's really drawing me in mm-hmm. um, than actually the you know the perfect looking thing or whatever it is. So I think a lot of times our failures are actually the things that are the thing that helps us stand out too and make us it, make it seem a little bit more unique and things like that. So yeah. yeah, so I think that's good to really pay attention to that and then. Mm-hmm when you instead of beating ourselves up when we fail in creative ways how can we then spin that Mm -hmm. um and it's good to acknowledge like oh i tried this thing and it didn't work and then it's good to acknowledge like great how am i going to use that moving forward and like that's Mm -hmm. a really positive way to put on it i thought we'd go through those questions one more time so how do you step out of perfection when you're being creative and like how do you break from perfection Mm -hmm. um when do you find yourself getting caught up in perfection pay attention to what those patterns are Number two, what are some practical ideas to help you step past perfection? Number three, when you think about failing, how does it make you feel? And then how can you put a positive spin on failing? And the reason why we're putting failing, because almost the core reason for going for perfection is that you're so worried about failing in some shape or form, whatever that is. Like you said, I think that's so much, most of us, it's like we've, because the failure is because we had in our head what something is either supposed to look Mm. like, sound like, um, the story was supposed to be like, like whatever it may be. And then when it doesn't come out that way, it's a failure because of the own stuff we put on us mm-hmm. it doesn't even necessarily have to do with the outside world mm-hmm. half the time. So, and a lot of times that. the outside world might look at it and go, actually, I don't see the imperfection, you know, or like, I yeah, don't like I'll see with your work. Often. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. That looks great. And you're like, no, what about this, this, yeah. and this? I'm like, I don't a see A lot that. of times. Yeah. The rest of the world in a lot of ways doesn't even see that thing that you may maybe you view as a failure actually they see it as a success exactly yeah yeah so those are some questions to ask yourself when you feel like you are getting stuck in perfection and how to embrace like imperfection and creativity because it will take you great places that sounds absolutely cheesy (laughs) i can't believe i just said that That is there another way to say that that should be like on a cheesy poster (laughs) that you know but it will. It's like a hot air balloon. I know. I'm sorry yeah. for being, maybe I took too much of a positive spin on the feeling there thing you go. there. Sorry. You don't have to be that cheesy. Uh, <laughs> we hope this is helpful for you guys. If you are like us and maybe that you get stuck, I'm admitting that I do too, yeah. that you get stuck in perfection while you're creating. Um, and it really is like most of the things you probably see and you're drawn to are things that somebody failed or it was their failure and you love it. Mm-hmm. And so I think keeping that in mind when you're in that and thinking about that when you feel like you have failed at something or it needs to go to the most perfect degree, um, then, you know, and, and this isn't creativity. If you're building an airplane, it should be perfect, in my opinion, right? Because <laughs> you right. want it to but stay it in the sky. But it took a lot of failures. But it took a lot of failures for those people to, to figure that out and stuff. And so there are certain things, but in creativity, I think, um, well, in lots of areas of life and stuff, there's we can stop the perfection thing and not have to push for it all the time. Mm. So, yeah. That's We'd um, love to hear from you guys on this. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Laurent Collective. Um, we're also on Pinterest if you guys ever want to go over there and um, see us there. Laurent Collective on everything. It just makes it really simple. Um, and we are so thankful for you guys listening. And please do send us any things and topics that you would like us to talk about. We'll talk to you next time. Yep, see ya. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again.
again next week.